Hello from the newsroom of the Financial Times in London. I'm Katie Martin. Today we're looking at France, where Emmanuel Macron, the country's reforming president, has seen his popularity plunge as former political allies jump ship. Josh Noble talks to our Paris correspondent Harriet Agnew about what has gone wrong for Mr Macron and what impact his reforms are having on wider society. So Harriet, if we look at some past French presidents, it would certainly suggest that a dive in poll ratings in the first year in office is not unusual. But just how bad have things got for Mr Macron? The polls are showing that he's at a record low level of popularity. And I think what's happening is we're in this difficult period where he pushed through several important reforms in his first year in office, but ordinary people are yet to see a difference in their everyday lives. And then on top of that, we've had three ministers quitting his cabinet in as many months. So there was Gerald Colomb, who's the Minister for the Interior and one of Macron's early backers who resigned this week, despite Macron asking him to stay. And then he followed the resignation of the popular environment minister, Nicolas Hulot, and the minister for sport. As you'd expect, the French government is trying to play it down and they insisted that there's no political crisis. But I do think that these resignations show this tension between Macron purported to be a bottom-up political movement, um, this sort of grassroots en marche movement, and the actual reality, which is a highly centralised administration. And it also shows the difficulty that he's having of translating his election campaign, which wanted to bring people together from all parts of the political spectrum, you know, from the left and from the right, into an effective administration. And really, all of this is threatening to cast a bit of a shadow over some of the important reforms that he's done. I mean, you mentioned the reforms so far. What would you say are his biggest successes and how hard has it been to get these through? Well, Macron has pushed through more reforms than any of his predecessors. And he's notably done some pro-business ones, which I think has really piqued the interest of international investors in France. So he reformed the wealth tax. He introduced a flat tax on dividends and he overhauled the labour market and also the state-owned rail operator SNCF. So, I mean, some people will perceive him as much more the president of the rich because these have been more sort of right-leaning reforms. So the reforms haven't done a great deal for Mr Macron's poll ratings, but is he a kind of hero figure within France's business community? Macron's certainly been welcomed by the business community because he's very much a sort of liberal pro-business president. And I think crucially, he's tried to portray this message that France is once again open for business. So if you speak to any chief executives who travel a lot, they say that the sentiment towards France has changed enormously. And of course, Macron's been on this great charm offensive during the Brexit negotiations in order to get banks and other financial institutions to move business to France. And there are definitely signs that this is paying off. So people like JP Morgan and Nomura and Bank of America are all expanding in Paris. You also mentioned the loss of a handful of cabinet ministers or members. Does this have a serious impact on whether he has the support within the political establishment to carry on with this sort of reform agenda? Well, look, Macron still has a large legislative majority in Parliament, and this is important to remember. But I think it just all eats into his political capital at a time where his next wave of reforms are are focusing on much more contentious areas, like simplifying the pension system. And he also has to slash thousands of jobs from the civil service, which isn't going to make him popular. And at the same time, we've got the European elections next spring. 
which is the next, I suppose, day of reckoning for Macron's great European project. Policy is obviously one part of the story, but personality also seems to be playing a part. Some of his critics have described him as arrogant or even autocratic. Is this a major factor that's dragging down people's opinions of him? And do you think these allegations are fair? I think it's clear that Macron does have a bit of an image problem. He's made several blunders where he just comes across as quite out of touch with the real world. For example, there was an incident the other day when he told a young unemployed gardener that he simply had to cross the street to find a job. This wasn't helped by how Macron handled the Benalla affair earlier in the summer where his private bodyguard was caught on camera beating up protesters at a May Day riot. And I think the challenge there, you know, is is Macron has presented himself as this new world and this new way of doing things. But actually, he's at times showing himself just to be like the other presidents of the past. So where do you think he goes from here? Do you think he will press on with the reform agenda he has laid out? Or will he try and do something to boost his standing with the population? Well, look, he's still got an intense programme of reforms ahead. They recently announced healthcare reforms and a new anti-poverty strategy. And I think these are all meant to benefit people who are worse off. But, you know, all of these things take time. So with record low poll ratings, do you think there's any chance we'll see a more humble Mr Macron in the months ahead? Well, I'm not entirely sure if this new Elysee boutique is anything to go by, which is basically an online shop where you can buy all sorts of Macron memorabilia and Elysee memorabilia, including things like a mug with his face on. And even Colomb, who was one of his early backers, recently warned of this lack of humility in the government and said that Macron was showing signs of hubris. He was pretty damning again recently and said, in the palaces of the Republic, we lose the ability to think and listen with the population. So I think it goes back to what I was saying at the start, which is all of this makes people less patient with Macron at a time when they're yet to see their everyday lives improve. That was Josh Noble talking to Harriet Agnew, and you can find links to more stories on this topic in our show notes. We'll be back with more news next week. In the meantime, if you're not already a subscriber and would like to discover more FT content, take a look at our latest subscription offers at ft.com offer. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Here at Bellingcat, we get to the bottom of things. From a global crisis to an underreported event, we find the facts using publicly available tools and resources, uncovering what is hidden on and below the surface. We connect the dots using social media posts, satellite images, and public records, and empower others to do the same by sharing how we do it. The ability to do so is only made possible by our readers, supporters, and community members. Care to join us? Learn how at bellandcat.com.